Well then, <laughs> this is the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode 29. I'm here with Jared. Yes. And Jay. Yes. I'm, I'm eating Tum Smoothies. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? You know what Tums are. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. It's delicious they, they calcium. They have smoothies flavors. Mm. Oh, like, like, so it's just a regular, it's not a, it's not a smoothie made with Tums. No. Okay, because that sounds. That, it wouldn't be good to absorb that much calcium, I wouldn't think. Yeah. No, probably not. I don't want you to go out and get like a large, I don't really even think that you should ever be in a position where you're saying, I'm eating Tums right now. Like, it, it seems like a Tums is something where you should just take one and you're done. Not I like. Great Not story like, about that. Hey, dog, I'm just chowing down on some Tums. Did I ever tell you the quarantine story? Uh, did, were you quarantined after you ate too many Tums? No, I was quarantined because they thought I had a swine flu, even though it was pneumonia. Oh, yeah. And the doctors declared several times that it was pneumonia. Basically, everyone I knew thought it was pneumonia. And last minute, they decided it was swine flu. So they locked me up in quarantine. It never was uh, swine flu. I'm giving you the abridged version because the, the real version is much, much longer. But they forgot to feed me, and the only thing I had in my backpack was uh, Tums, regular Tums. They weren't the smoothies Tums. Ah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm really fucking hungry. I'm just going to eat whatever the fuck I have in my backpack, which is like a couple of soup crackers, the Tums smoothies, and uh, the uh, Dum Dum Pops, you know, that lollipop. Yep. And oh, yeah. What, what flavor? I, I don't remember. Uh. It was a long time ago now. It was all really, really horrible. Well, that's all I have to say. so basically, if you didn't have any food in your backpack, you'd be dead right now. Yeah, that's that's how that story goes. It's, it's a lot like rust. Huh. Well, like, um, you know, if he'd had like a root beer flavored dum dum, he'd be dead then, too. Because right. yeah. you can't eat those. You just, you just <laughs> would have to sit there and look at him and be like, God, I'm hungry. <laughs> ah, good grief. They don't taste anything like root beer, by the way. No, no. I mean, unless root beer is uh, is vomit and then they taste just like it. Yeah. So, anyways, you you want me to, uh, you want me to lead us on the about, on the news? Yeah. How about some video games? Let me let me tell you. Uh, uh, this is a big one from today. I don't even know if you've seen this yet, Jason, because it just barely went down. Facebook. Um, Facebook and the Oculus Rift are merging into one. Up. Not merging, but, uh, but one, you know. one has been absorbed by the other. Yeah. One is. Uh, it, it's yeah. it's so, now you know Oculus Rift bought out Facebook. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I mean, that's um, what happens when Kickstarter campaigns get wild. There's a list here of things that, that uh, like new initiatives that they're going to take after the acquisition. And uh, let's see here. The first one says that the Oculus Rift will be uh, renamed to Mark Zuckerberg's Wild Glasses. After that, it says that uh, every 30 minutes, the Oculus Rift will snap a photograph of your eyes and send them to... Uh, the FBI, it looks like. I'm not sure what for or why, but it does it does say that right here. Um, That's going to be for their new, um, you know, billboard recognition scanning that Facebook's setting up. Yeah, it's it's probably something like that. Uh, let's see here. Oh, oh, um, it says right here that it's going to be used to uh, pipe in video periodically subliminal messages that will make people more amenable to Obamacare. Yeah. So anyway, it's look it's looking pretty good. Uh, it's looking like a like a good change. I I don't know about you guys. I, I haven't really had much invested in the Oculus Rift. Like I didn't participate in the Kickstarter or anything like that. So you know, like I've followed it and I'm very interested in it. And I think it's a super cool piece of tech. Well, I've uh, been a big fan of the Oculus Rift since the '80s. But it seems to me like everybody when this was announced lost their goddamn mind. I see it more like as a. Now they have more money to do things. I don't know if I imagine they're still going to be separate like entities like everyone in the Oculus office space is not now moving into the Facebook office space and they're now just like merging yeah, them I somehow. I think when people hear about mergers and acquisitions, they're never quite sure what that means. And, you know, I, I you know, it, everyone's like, oh, no, Facebook's getting into video games and. Uh, this and that. And it doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot when you hear someone acquires someone else. You know, at worst, I think we can expect to see social networking in the Oculus Rift, which um, if no one thinks that wasn't going to happen anyway, they were sorely mistaken. Because, you know, on the Nintendo, we have uh, the Miis and then we have PlayStation Home and, you know, Xbox Live itself is a social networking platform. So that was just going to uh, be inevitable. And then for anything else, people are like... Um, 
you know, oh no, targeted ads and video games. But I highly doubt that, uh, you know, it's still it's still going to come down to the software developers. What they say is going to kind of go for their software and all that kind of stuff. I I don't think it's going to be the apocalypse everyone declaring it for. I can't I can't help but think that some of the fear has to just be based upon the fact that some some of these folks would like to do some, you know, terrible, 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 dirty things with this Oculus Rift. And uh, now there's a concern that, that old old Zuckerberg's going to be sitting there watching you while you watch that Avatar movie with your well, Navi flashlight. Here's a neat trick uh, for anyone who's worried about that. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but online there are uh, pornography sites where you can log into these what? websites. Are you? Yeah, sure? I've never. Okay, go on. Yeah, I've oh, I've been, I went to funny. one of those, and then Mark Zuckerberg took all my info and all the videos I watched, and he made them public. Right on Facebook. So what you do is you sign out of Facebook before you visit one of these websites. Mm. Here's the other thing: you don't even have to sign up for Facebook. Did you know that? I di- I didn't because I here's here's the thing: how am I going to complain about Facebook if I don't have a Facebook account to do it with? Right. Right. I mean, and that's a fair point. Um, I've done it too, you know, so like I how can I it's kind of like um, it's like white bread. There's nothing good about it. It's not good for you. It it falls apart when you spread like butter on it. You know, if the butter's too cold or something like that, because there's no consistency or texture to it. But everybody's got Um, some. It's paper thin. It's garbage bread. But I have to buy it. Fuck me. I got to buy the shit. Yeah. I don't have a choice. Got to make your toast. Yeah. And, and you can go without it for a little bit. You can be like, oh, I'm closing this white bread down. I'm shutting it shutting it off, taking it, putting it in the garbage. But three weeks later, you're at the store, and what do you buy? You buy white bread. That's true. You know? I mean, what the fuck are you going to buy? Are you going to buy multigrain? No. No, abs- gonna, absolutely you're not, gonna, not. You're not going to use Google Plus. You're not going to buy multigrain. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, you know, you, you, you might do it half-heartedly. Like, you buy a loaf of multigrain. And you, you sign up for a Google Plus account and you take it home and you and you get started with it. But you get like halfway through the loaf and you're like, I don't want this. Yeah, exactly. This, this isn't what I want. You tell other people it's better for you and, you know, you're the big you're flag waving for it. But in secret, you're like, I'm going to buy white bread next week. Well, you put peanut butter and jelly on it. and You're like, this is fucking gross. This isn't how you're supposed to eat this. Yeah, it's not right anymore. It's good for a meat sandwich. But now we're just getting into breads. And I feel like that's a, a whole other podcast. I, I think I think it's a good metaphor. I think, I, think it's, I think it's a prime metaphor. And my favorite thing about this Oculus VR post is that all the comments decrying the Facebook acquisition are built into Facebook. And so every single one of these comments is from a Facebook user. And some of these are really, you know, kind of reasonable, like, hey, I don't think this is good. I'm very concerned about what this could mean long term for the project and, and things like that. But a lot of these are like, well, fuck, fuck Facebook done. and fuck you. And you, you can like click it and go <laughs> look and see that he's on it every second of every day. And I don't know. It's, it's like when all those people whined when Rust patched out zombies. And then a day later, they were all still playing Rust. And you could go look at their Steam profiles. It's yeah. just like that. You know, you obviously don't get here that Facebook is some kind of evil villain. I mean, if you've been keeping count, right? First of all, there is that movie. It's like who wanted a Facebook movie. But no, they wouldn't have made it anyway, even though it didn't really have anything to do with Mark Zuckerberg. And it's like, so how dare they do that? And then they started um, putting ads up on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And it became it became publicly traded. And I don't know if you remember, but that was literally the plot of a James Bond movie. That was what the evil bad guy did. So everyone's right about this one. Oh, and um, yeah, I remember that. It was uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Right. Yeah, yeah with that one. Everything that you just said sounds right. You know, I didn't even think about it, but when you put on the Oculus Rift, you can't see what's in your room, and so they're going to be able to come and rob you while you're using it. Wow. You know, I'm I just saying, you know. And Facebook knows when you start to use it, and so, like, they can have someone right outside your house, and then the second you trip it on, they just, you know, quietly, like, send SEAL Team 6 in and uh, just have them steal all your shit. This is what destroyed Virtual Boy, and they're just crossing that line again. Well, that's why Virtual Boy didn't work, is because every time you were using it, you were a very, very easy to assassinate. Because, right. you know, your eyes are, are stuck in there, and so h- how hard is it to just walk up behind you and stab you in the back? It, it's yeah, not exactly. Very, exactly. Not very hard at all. So, you know, this is going to go the exact same way as that. Almost, almost for sure. I don't know. I, I don't see the doom and gloom. I, I like to think of this just as, you know, Zuckerberg sees an opportunity. It, it's not even necessarily. I mean, Zuckerberg did actually make a big post about it himself. But I think that they just see that this is going to be a successful product and that this is going to make a, a boatload of money. And I think they just want to have some of that money. 
and uh, right. And the and the other thing that's is, here that's is not that, um, that's not indicative of how much they're going to interfere with the actual day to day business. We have no idea no. how much that's going to be. So the, the, the funny thing is, um, you know, apparently I, I wasn't able to confirm this myself, but apparently Valve said something in a developer diary about how the Oculus Rift was uh, going to sell out. But you have to remember, Valve is also now making its own hardware. So is Sony, actually. So, you know, <laughs> markets are already full, even though this technology doesn't really exist yet. I'm not, like, huge on Facebook, but I don't see the, I don't see where it's, like, this big evil entity because, first off, I never really use it because I just don't care. Second off, I don't use any of the shitty games that are on Facebook because they're all shitty, and I know that, so I don't even bother. And then I never even knew they added it. They put advertisements on the site because I use an ad blocker, so I didn't even know there were ads until well, they just said it now. So well, and people people don't like the ads in particular because they're very. It's very obvious that they're like mining data from you and and getting information from you, and so you know you go on Facebook and you uh, click that you like Jim Beam because why wouldn't you do that? Sure. And then and then a couple of days later, you've got an advertisement in your sidebar for the new Jim Beam whiskey or. Uh, for another whiskey that they think you might like, or or something like that, and so you know, Which I did. I did have the new Jim Beam whiskey. I had the maple, and if you like drinking Aunt Jemima, well, I do. So, oh, there you go. So, thank you very much. I used to be partial to uh, to Red Stag, so try that next time. And see what you think of that. And Facebook knows this and suggests it to me all the time. And I say that's a good idea, Facebook. I'm going to yep. go drink that right now. I haven't used my actual Facebook in a long time, so I don't even know what it would suggest. But let's see what they say about the Facebook I'm using now. Uh, there's the Vernon Boulevard Pharmacy, which I should be visiting. Oh, bipolar disorder study. That's great. Oh, considering okay. that, yeah. So Facebook does know me because this this account I'm using is something like an alter ego, so they know that I'm insane. Mm. You know, my have, you know what my top one is right now. What's that? Uh, Louis Vuitton handbag sale. Oh, there you go. So, I mean, you know, you could you 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 take one look at me and you're like that guy knows his handbags. And- oh, oh, ADHD and your team. I'm very concerned about my team. Well, you should be cuz yeah. fucking crazy. Fiber One fruit snacks, they know about my poop problems. Yep. See? So it works. This this stuff actually works. They're actually Yeah, and this is how the NSA knows so much about you because the NSA wouldn't have figured out crap about you. Otherwise, if Facebook didn't exist. Well, I, I can acquiesce and say, you know, like sometimes I do see an ad on here where I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, how did you know that? And uh, but at the same time, like, I I don't know if you don't want them to have your information, just don't give them your information. And so you all these. Up. It's, like, it's, it's completely optional. I know plenty of people who get by fine in life without ever touching Facebook. So. I, just, I just don't understand these people that are on the service and constantly decrying the service. Yeah. And uh, and who are furious about this acquisition, you know, and writing I, I, about it from know, the service. And and hey, whatever. Yeah, everybody's got to do their own thing. But here's the here's the thing. Aside from the advertisements, you can customize any aspect of Facebook that you want. So you don't have to see half the shit everyone's complaining about. God, this you is know? just this is just becoming a Facebook commercial. <laughs> well, I I use Google Plus. Jay, did, did you have you do you know about Facebook's uh, philanthropic and, and charitable uh, works? Because no, I can tell you a little bit about more. those. Yes, please. I want yes, to know more. If you have five to ten minutes, I'd love to tell you about that and then segue maybe into Jesus. Please. They okay. they, they haven't paid us anything, so we, we can't speak about them anymore. This is the cutoff. We have to stop oh. now. Oh, all they, right. They well, haven't paid us. Sorry. Well, you know my address, Mark. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, send me a check and we'll get it started next time. And I know you're going to hear this, too, because you're Facebook. That's right. You you are Facebook. Every time I search for I can't poop right on Google, you guys know about it somehow. So yep. you can figure this out, too. Yep. If they if they knew about the fiber gummies that I desperately need, then they, they should know everything else. <laughs> but um, other, Video games. other slight news today. Um, Burial at Sea, episode two, rolled out. Um, I haven't, I'm waiting for it to download as we speak. I, uh, so I haven't had a chance to play it, but just something, something curious. I haven't really been paying much attention to this for Uh a little while, but, uh, it's split into two pieces. 
Um, Wait, part two is split into two? Part two is hmm. split into two, not two parts, but two downloads. And oh. it says in the in the description that one will not work without the other. Um, they're both <laughs> pri- they're both priced at fourteen ninety nine though. So if you want episode two, you're gonna have to pay thirty dollars. Are you serious? In, um... Unless unless you bought the season pass, uh, which now at this point you'd really be stupid if you didn't buy the season pass. Uh, well, I mean that's like that's just that's just fucked up. It. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, I saw it and I was like, really. And not only that, I just find it annoying because now I have to download two files. Um, and I think it also says you know a what? lot. I think, I think you got to take it easy because you understand Irrational Games really needs that money. Well, and here's the thing is that, um, you know, I, I mean, that's unfortunate, too, because this is going to be their swan song. So I hope it's good because uh, it doesn't have a lot of other options. But on top of that, I think in total that brings the DLC to, what, $45 for Burial at Sea? Shit. If you if you go uh, without the pack, this also says a lot about what they think of of length because it, it does make sense if you add up how long Burial at Sea was and then you consider how long Episode Two is. I'd say that they are valuing fifteen dollars for about two and a half hours of gameplay, which, to their credit, is better than Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I was going to say it's I, I, sounds like a glowing endorsement. This is actually progressive. It's funny because another 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 um game duo so to speak today was very vocal about the reviews being so hard on a uh, ground zeros and being so hard on a uh, you know price point and they were complaining that people need to focus less on the price point and just focus more on the uh oh fuck content. off so i don't, so, I don't <laughs> even think i i don't even think i saw any reviews that were that bad like uh except for mine yeah price you, point you, matters you didn't like it why I don't. I don't like this notion that price point doesn't matter. So, oh, I, if, if, I it, if it if if it doesn't matter at all, then we'll charge five thousand dollars for every game. Oh, I thought it didn't matter, so now it it does. So, <laughs> well, if it doesn't matter, they should get the fucking games away for free. I, I know. Do, I do get why. I do get why people say it shouldn't matter in a review context, and I don't feel that way. And our I, our site philosophy doesn't reflect that. But I do understand that like things go on sale. And, you know, prices, well, prices drop and Ground Zeroes is not going to be $30 forever. Here, here's the problem. No other medium, you know, covers things on price point. But that's because every other medium has consistent price points across the board. In video games, it's just whatever the fuck people feel like charging. Well, I feel like we're pretty consistent. Like, you always know that a box AAA is going to run you 60 bucks. It just but, sounds like Ground Zeroes is like you're going, you're going to Walmart or something you pick up like a package of Oreos and you look at the price tag and it says like $20 and you're like, whoa, that's not what Oreos usually cost, especially not for this many. Oh, that's for the package of six Oreos. You got to deal so with it. Get it. One, <laughs> really, right? I think I think if you're a smart person, you can read our review that says it's not worth $30 and you can look at that two out of five. And I think that you can look at it six months from now when the price has gone down to $10 and you can be like, well, maybe, maybe it's worth $10. Like, I'm you like, know. I, you could probably do the math on this. Like the review, the review it, it may be subject to price, which may be subject to change, but it doesn't change the fact that basically what we're saying is, look, it came out at this, and it wasn't worth that. Well, let me let me let me break it down this way. It's it's if you're a hobbyist for say comic books or uh, miniatures or or movies or whatever it is, right? Basically, if you're going to drop sixty dollars on uh, comic books just because you want to try out every different series that's at two ninety nine. And that's kind of, you know, your prerogative. It's like you're saying up front, I'm going to pay this amount and no one is making me pay this amount in order to experience this content. So if that's the case, then you're going out there and, you know, you're not really making the decision of whether or not this is, uh, you know, worth your money. You're not you're not considering that in the kind of calculation there. But I think with video games, video games are kind of uh, just objectively like an expensive hobby. It's like at best you're going to be looking at the indie scene and you're going to be looking at games that are between five and $15 there. But then you go to the AAs and, or the triple A's and you go there and they're anywhere between kind of 30 and 60. And you're going to say, well, I can only really choose one of these. And I think in that case, saying what's the most bang for your buck is really going to help out. And, you know, I think, I think movies kind of in that sense are a little different because it's like when people went to the theaters this past summer, when they were spitting out one blockbuster every fucking week, like retards and they went in and and everyone said, I'm going to just take my $25 and I'm going to choose this one movie and I'm just going to move on with life. So, um, you know, I, I think that's a natural consideration we have for other mediums. But then you go to EA or Square or whoever the fuck it is, and they're saying you need to pay $60 for this particular thing. 
you know, I think then you really do have to consider the the, the quality and the and in addition to the price point. It's like if this is going to be the one game that I'm playing for weeks on end, is this going to be worth it? Now, here, here's the question, and maybe this is something you guys can weigh in on. When we review Burial at Sea, because we've held off on a score until now because it's a two-parter, do we review it based off the $20 price point or do we review it based off the $45 price point? No, you, you review it off the, off the $45 price point. But you would have to be so stupid well, to buy that because I, I the $20 I, is still there. You can still buy it for $20 right now. Well, wouldn't we go off the rec- wouldn't we go off the assumption that we recommended against people buying it when episode 1 came out? That's that's true, but like I said, that season pass isn't gone. You can still get it today. Oh, you can still get the season pass. Yeah, so this this, this I, pricing I, structure I, literally only exists for to no, to, no. to trick someone to trick a stupid person who doesn't read uh into into buying it at i least... completely disagree because i never i never get a season pass and you know for the for the video games that um i would have possibly gotten season passes for it totally wasn't worth it like tomb raider and saints row 4 their season pass wasn't worth it well, but, um i think if you have the season pass right now and so if you just do a little bit of reading you could buy it and you can have both both parts of burial at sea but if you if you don't read and you're just like I want to play games and you just push buttons until games come on, I then... think it's a, I, I don't you don't think that's like kind of a dirty trick though. It it you is know? a little bit kind of like how Ground Zeroes is a little bit of a dirty trick. It is, but if you cared enough to go out and read reviews for it, then I would expect that you also would care enough to not get ripped off by. Yeah, $15. but you got to think about which reviewers are are actually talking about that. You yeah, know, that's I, true. There's not a there's just there just aren't a whole lot of reviewers that talk about price point. And Ground Zeroes was kind of one of the few special cases because we were like, oh, something's wrong here. But it's like, no, every game. You should be considering how much they're kind of asking for the experience that you're doing. And I, I get what you're saying about sales, but you got to kind of keep in mind, uh, you know, sales are kind of a new, unique thing. So and if you're going and if you're going in and buying this off the PlayStation Store or Xbox Live, you're not going to be getting the same deals that you do off of Steam. I think at the very least, you put up a warning on there that, look, they're asking this much if you buy them all individually. and they're, But you can still get the season pass for this much. And I think you should call the company out on that. You know, I think it's bullshit. Well, you know, I'm looking at it right now on Xbox.com because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't talking out my ass when I said that season pass was still there. And on Xbox.com, episode two, part two is listed as free. So maybe I'm talking out my ass anyway. But I, I know for a fact on my Xbox, both of them are marked at $14.99 and it says you have to purchase both. So I'm not super clear. And I'm actually not seeing the season pass here. Where... Just sounds confusing in general, even if. Oh no, it, it it is still there. Nineteen ninety nine for the season pass. So yeah, uh, it's, it sounds confusing to me. Even even nice even so, episode one uh, is is fifteen dollars, and episode two is a minimum fifteen dollars, but I think thirty. Um, and regardless of like that, just that period, even if it is thirty for everything, you're still smarter buying the season pass. Like. I, I don't see a scenario where you're going to want to play one and not the other. I don't know. I'll take it all into consideration when I play it. Maybe it'll maybe it'll really blow my mind. And we'll so are, are, are you doing the review now or is Lucio still doing it? I think I might take it if it's easy enough. Like, um, I hate to derail Dark Souls further, but this is short and I can knock it out pretty quick. And So I think it might be worth looking at. And I, I liked Infinite and we didn't really get to cover it a lot for the site because we missed its original launch. So I wouldn't mind discussing the game further and doing a little write-up on it. I mean, I'm about to talk about more Bioshock Infinite as well because I still have that um that contextualization article I got to post up there. Yeah, yeah. So should we talk about Diablo? Okay, uh, that's Diablo. Diablo. <clears throat> Diablo. Diablos. Diablos. I'm I'm going to be a little useless here, but I can still be an antagonist and say I hate it and it's garbage. Yeah, yeah you can do that. Even though I haven't played it. <laughs> well, I suppose I, sh- I should talk about the launch because um, and this was like a miracle. And nobody, none of, neither one of you is going to believe this when I tell you. So I'm, I might have to tell you three times, four times. But believe me I when I say, please, please believe me. The game launched within five minutes of its launch window. And that was it. The launch was done. People were playing, servers, no problems, servers up, servers up get nothing bad happened. Although the launch date was mentioned as the 25th, which would be the day we're recording, what actually happened was they let people play the game on the 24th at 9 p.m. Pacific time, 
And I was sitting there counting down the minutes. So what happened was I, you know, it, it got towards nine o'clock. After it got to like 9.01, I tried to sign into the game. There was like a, there's some sort of weird error and I didn't know what it was. I waited one more minute. I exited the game, came back in, log, tried to log in again, and bam, I was in. And as was everybody See, that, else. That's, that's, that's not just unbelievable for uh, Diablo. That's unbelievable for any game online. So you, so you started it up and right. you clicked play and then it connected and let you play it. Right. I was, I was playing the expansion just like that. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there was so many people there were so many people raging at like 901 because they couldn't get on immediately because i guess there was just it was opening the floodgates and it was getting it's, it's completely just, it's just like a disneyland like they can't just open the gate or yeah. everybody gets stuck yeah you know you gotta you gotta funnel people in. so you know you wait for the initial rush you know that lasts like 60 seconds and then you just get in a minute later and you're in it, it was completely fine smoothest launch blizzard has ever had for anything in the history of blizzard and I learned that the reason this was possible is because the game updated about a week ago, mm-hmm. and everybody already has the expansion. Even like as far as the data is concerned, every single person who owns Diablo three already had the expansion, so nobody had to download anything or anything like that. It was basically just whoever you know whoever owned the expansion got to play it as soon as it struck nine o'clock. So the only issues were that that one minute like login issue where everybody was, you know, pushing to get in. Which is really just like when you're at the bread store and you get stuck in the line with all the people. Right. And so, you know, everybody's going for the white bread and you are, too. And, <laughs> and you know, you got to wait a minute to let it clear out a bit and then you get your white bread. Yeah. one maybe you got to spend a minute, pick out a peanut butter or a jelly. Sure. Yeah, go, go, go. you know, play play your Project Zomboid for one minute and then come back and then you can play your Diablo. That's fine, you know. Well, that's good. I'm That actually, uh, that brings me great pleasure uh, to hear that somebody, anybody, was able to competently launch an online experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agree with that. Because it seems like they can't even do it cross-platform, like like with the, oh, the Veronica Mars movie. But <laughs> that, that's true, the, the the Ron Mars movie. Many many people did not get the movie that they uh that they that they bought. Like, what what do you call it? What do you call Kickstarter when you? It's not buying. Back, you're not you're, buying. You're backing it. You're backing. You're backing it. Yeah. Yeah. So so a lot of people couldn't get the movie that they were promised and the ones that they backed. So this is impressive. I mean, that's the easiest thing on the planet you, to to put a video file out there and just give it to people. <laughs> and they couldn't even they couldn't even do that. So the fact that Blizzard that. was able but to program here, this. Here, complex... Here's the thing to relate this to relate this back to video games. Here's the thing: the reason people couldn't get to the Veronica Mars movie is because of uh, digital rights management well we need that yeah that's how that's how we keep creators safe well that's what's astonishing right is that diablo 3 and indeed all blizzard games since um which did starcraft 2 come out before diablo 3 i think it did uh yeah i think your timeline's right there i think it was all, StarCraft 2 all blizzard games since starcraft 2 are online only they will not function offline and that's not like SimCity not functioning offline where it really does like it just doesn't function it's amazing. So it's amazing that a game that is only online didn't completely fuck up the launch. God, I miss the good old days where you just went into program files and copied the StarCraft folder and then just put it on everybody's computer. <laughs> See, you're the kind of person that we need to protect ourselves against. Oh, shit. DRM. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. That's why That's why you need it. So the game itself seems to be all right so far. Nothing terrible has happened. What I first did was I played a little bit of Act 5 with an existing character uh, just to sort of feel it out a bit. But, you know, whichever starting point you choose to take in the expansion, and you're kind of missing out because if you choose to start Act 5, you don't get to experience, you know, playing the new class, the, the Crusader, because you don't have a Crusader who's high enough level to be in Act 5 yet. So... Then I said, well, I'll just make, I'll make a crusader then, because now I want to be a crusader. And then you have to go through acts one through four, which, you know, you've already played to death by then, but I decided to do that. So I spent about seven hours getting my crusader from all the way up to act five. And now I am finally merging the two things together where I'm playing the expansion class in the expansion content. Well, that sounds exciting. 
Yes, which which I was hoping to do instantly, but I guess there would have been no way. So, oh, I don't know about that. It seems like yeah. if you sign up for WoW right now, I think you get like a level ninety character <laughs> just right off. You get a level ninety character, and then they had the um, heroic death knight class before that. That really you started at fifty five. So really pisses me off because I I spent I still have like a level sixty two rogue chilling out uh, from Burning Crusade. Well, and, look, uh, you can stop your bitching because if boy. you go, if you sign on to, um, you know, Blizzard right now, and if you select that rogue, and if you tell them I want to pay sixty dollars to raise this rogue to level ninety, they will allow you to do that. Right, but that rogue has a month worth of game time on it that I spent trying to get that far, and now I just pay them five dollars, and I no, and I have sixty dollars, sixty dollars, oh, goody, uh, even better. I just it 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 pisses all over all the work that I spent and it doesn't even matter because I'm sure if I logged in as that rogue it's been so long I bet all my talent points are like unassigned and I'd have to respec him completely yeah there are there aren't even any uh talent points left you get them like every five levels or something now oh so, yeah they, that that whole system's oh, completely redone yeah, that's gone it's like it's like fifty how when was the last time you played. So the last time I played, there, there were talent there, trees. Each each class had yeah. three three trees that you could go down. Nope, that's gone. Uh, then what do you do? Every class now has like a list of like something like five options yeah. that you yeah, you, you, get you like just list, go down. You get like a list of, of five or six skills, and then every fifteen levels you get to pick one. Yeah, it, what it, you get? You like pick like a? It's almost like a package of things that do the thing you want to do, and you just pick them every fifteen levels or so. I don't want to do that. I know you want you want more control. You want to think like you made your build, but now you well, can't do that. I want I want to be able to. More importantly, every time I level up, I want something. Like, right. I don't I don't want to get something every fifteen levels. I want something every level. Now, give it to me. Well, you, you can't. I mean, that sucks. Well, anyways, yeah. let, let me let me continue this. Let me continue <laughs> torturing both of you by talking more about Diablo three. Yeah, no, tell me about it. If you don't like Diablo 3, if you don't like Diablo, then this the expansion's not going to change your mind. The 2.0 patch that came out before the expansion's not going to change your mind. But if you didn't like Diablo 3 specifically because of problems before the patch, before the expansion, then I'd say it's so far it seems safe to drop the money and get the expansion. The level of improvement that Diablo 3 gets from the expansion so far is seems to be about the same level of improvement that Diablo 2 got from the Lord of Destruction expansion back in the day, which was quite it was quite an improvement. Both Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 are kind of similar in that the base games were kind of like, eh. And then the expansions came out and elevated it to God status, but I don't know if that's what's really going to happen for Diablo 3. I'll have to play it all the way through. So the the expansion is um $60, right? It's no, it's 40. Yeah. It's 40. It's 40. Okay. So it's cheap. but did they did they drop the price on the core game? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe if you buy them together. I don't know. I mean, the tactic they've taken with World of Warcraft, if you've looked at your BattleNet account lately, is that everyone, you, me, uh, Jared, we all have all every single expansion up to Cataclysm for free because that's what they're doing now. That's the new World of Warcraft oh. model. They give well, everyone that, all the old expansions for free. If that's the case, I want one hundred and twenty dollars back. From yeah, <laughs> Diablo three is thirty nine ninety nine at present because I, I caught up. I, I kept up with every single World of Warcraft expansion. So the way I figure it, they owe me uh, yeah. some reparations. <laughs> I I played uh, I played Burning Crusade, and then I realized that it wasn't for me anymore. Yeah. That's all I had is Burning Crusade as well. But now I have everything except for Mists of Pandaria. So, and I didn't have I, to do anything. You know, even giving you Cataclysm for free is still kind of ripping you off. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I know that. <laughs> it's like a it's like a punishment. So what? Um, I haven't played WoW for, for ages. Uh, well, actually, no. Diablo question. Did they patch out rainbows? Patch out rainbows? Yeah, did they patch them out of the game? Because I remember that game had rainbows and everybody was angry. <laughs> did they finally get rid of that? When they first showed off the Diablo 3 beta way back in the day, it, people were upset because they didn't like the painterly look. They thought it was too colorful, um, completely forgetting that Diablo 2 was actually... I mean, it was dark, but at the same time, it was pretty saturated with color. And there was only one part really in Diablo 3 that had rainbows in it, and that was the uh, the secret pony level 
you know, where you run around and kill teddy bears. That sounds like fun. That was no. fun. Oh, it, I see what it was. It was uh, it was a, a, a reflection off of the water. You yeah. know, you know how sometimes. Yeah, you know that's how rainbows work. Yeah, well, did they patch that out? I don't want to see a rainbow. Well, in my dark and gritty game. No, this may not be the game for you if you don't like rainbows. Wait, I'll link you to it. There's... Take a take a look at that in, in your in your window. Look at that rainbow. Look at it. What the fuck is wrong with them? Yeah. Is that still there? <laughs> um, that yes, that particular rainbow I do believe is still there. Um, ah. That's that may be the only rainbow in the game aside from the the pony level, which I'm not lying about. If anybody hasn't played the game and just thinks I'm being cheeky, so there really is a pony level. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a. It's called Whimsy Shire, and you basically uh, talk to the cow king, and he takes you there, and you have to kill a bunch of pink chubby ponies and teddy bears and flowers, and you you know dance next to clouds and they I, shoot I, gold I, at you. I feel like I feel like that level was actually made in response to the criticism. Oh, it definitely it definitely was in my opinion. <laughs> I, I hmm. think at the time maybe they were going for another cow level or something like Diablo 2 and then everybody was bitching about the colors so they just created Whimsy Shire instead. Yeah. This is very this is very colorful. I'm looking at Whimsy Shire now. Yes. I mean it sounds like a nice place to go. It's a pretty nice place to go and you know you get to chop chubby ponies in half and blood spurts everywhere yeah that's fun it's fun for the whole family sure you know if you you have a daughter or whatever you you take her to your diablo play session <laughs> and you're like we're going to Wimsyshire. so uh diablo 3's expansion is kind of interesting because it follows the same idea as diablo 2 because it in every diablo game you inevitably kill diablo uh, and you know you did that in diablo 2 so when the expansion comes out you go well what am i doing now this is still called diablo but Clearly, Diablo is already dead. So now, what am I doing? And in Diablo two, the expansion was that you're killing his brother, who escaped into you know the frozen mountains. And in Diablo three, after you kill Diablo, he gets put into this black soul stone with a bunch of other lords of hell and uh, the angel of death named Malthael. He comes and takes it. And it's kind of interesting because apparently in the Diablo lore, people are descended from demons. And so angels just see humans as being demons. So what Malthael's trying to do is he's trying to kill everyone on the planet <laughs> because he thinks he's helping them uh, because he's getting sick and tired of, you know, all the, the backstabbing and the the agony and everything like that. So he's just trying to That's commit. Fair. Yeah, he's just trying to wipe out every single living thing on the planet. It's it's disgusting to him. You know, you pick up logs and you just hear him and his generals talking about how like how disgusting this planet is and like how petty everyone is. And I'm not even sure I want to kill the guy anymore. Yeah, let him do his thing. I mean, he's he's doing the right thing. This is what he should. Yeah. He, he might as well do this. Why, why am I fighting against him? So stop playing the game and just be satisfied with that knowledge. Right. <laughs> so you were convinced by like a mass murderer that. Well, it's hard to debate against him. I mean, come on. Come on. Well, and I would play a game where you do debate like formal Diablo debate. Well, sure. If there's a debating portion, that would be interesting. You know, <laughs> I mean, I haven't gotten to him yet. I haven't gotten. I'm probably not even halfway through the expansion content, but it would be completely rad if I got to Malthael and instead of fighting him, it was just like a dialogue fight. Yeah, or or like he uh, he brings in a moderator and like you both sit at a table. It would be like right. insult sword fighting. Like, and oh yeah, so, well you fight like a cow. He's so confident that he yields his time for the first for the first round. You know, <laughs> boom. So that seems it seems apparent that they're trying to do a little switcheroo where they're turning you and every human into the bad guy in a way. I do love um this is this is unrelated but I just I have to mention I love it when a game gives me the chance to uh finish off an end boss without like doing anything. Like in Mass Effect, uh the original, you can convince Saren to just shoot himself if you have a high enough uh, persuasion. Right. And, and in, in a Mass Effect 3, you could you didn't have to do anything either. Yeah, you, that one, you just talked to a little baby. And then I was also thinking of uh, Fallout. Uh, I think specifically New Vegas. I remember um, the the last, like, enemy that you fight. I, I just, like, ran up to him and talked to him, like, you don't want to do this, bro. And he's like, oh, you're right. And uh, then he mouthed off to me, so I threw him off a dam. <laughs> and I, I, I that like, felt like... pretty great. And then the credits roll. 
I like my final bosses a little too much for that. I I I I, I need my good boss fights in a game, and I need my good final bosses. Ah, there's just something about that subversion because, like, you know, bosses bosses can be like a huge pain in the ass, and like you know that the final boss is going to be the biggest pain in the ass, and so uh, and that's why I play video games. I so, I need my I'm I'm disappointed when I buy a video game and there are no bosses at all. Well, but you didn't have to be Doctor Talks a lot in like Fallout. You know, you can be. Sir McShooty, but I was Sir McShooty in Fallout. I, I just happened to be, you know, uh, was, a diplomat. I was, I was a freckled ginger <laughs> McShooty. I, I like that it was an option, basically, to to solve all my problems with words instead of violence. I mean, I solved it with violence too because I threw him off a dam. But uh, prior to that, you know, it was just words. I did fight one boss already, and it's a vast improvement over most of the bosses in the uh, the base game. If only because it was like this giant muscular demon with a flamethrower that he used as a jetpack. So there's that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You're selling me on it a little bit. Yeah, it's a, it was pretty cool. And, and, you know, I didn't rip through him in 30 seconds like I usually do with most bosses. I feel like you should at least throw, you know, a generous health pool at me so that I'm I at least feel like I'm going through this long interesting fight instead of just like curb stomping diablo in three minutes like i usually do it took a very long time to kill that boss and he almost killed me because apparently his flamethrower is just almost an insta kill which i actually liked because up until that point i was not taking any damage from anything so there's some improvements here yeah i mean a lot of that a lot of that stuff does sound good i mean i i still don't think i'll ever play it i mean if you don't like diablo or action rpgs like diablo then you know this isn't going to change your mind. Yep, I, I just oh, I don't. I mean, if the price drops a little, I'll probably take a shot. But, Jared, what did you think of uh, the final boss in Ground Zeroes? So, I guess I guess at this point I'm comfortable spoiling it because I don't really give a shit about the listener. I just cared about myself last week. And we pre- you, pretty much, you, anyway. you pretty much spoiled it anyway. Yeah. Uh, like a douche. So, here's, here's what I thought was kind of cheap and kind of dumb in, in retrospect. I feel like they wanted two things... And they knew that they couldn't have them both, but then they just decided to go ahead and have them both. And what I mean by that is I feel like they wanted to show like this really gross surgery with Paz where they're like rooting around and pulling her guts out and, um, you know, be, being all nasty, nasty. And I feel like they wanted that. But then I feel like they also really wanted her to explode. And I feel like the well, story really only lent itself to one or another. Like, I, I just felt yeah. like it was really, really cheap for her to just stand up. And he's like, don't worry, we got the bomb out. And she's like, oh, well, there's another one. So so you're already more than familiar with my feelings on it. So I'm glad to hear that you agree with me. I think it should have been one or the other. I think they should have gotten the bomb out. So, and then she's like, you got the bomb out and I'm fine. And then she gets off the chopper think, and gets like headshotted I, immediately or something. I, I think we're saying the same thing because essentially what what and what i'm going to say elsewhere on the site is uh that is essentially just shock for shock value you know they want to just show that it's like kind of oh we're being gritty now metal metal gear has really gotten dark and and here's 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 my question where was the second bomb do we know the second second bomb was a snook (laughs) okay i just want to know where though was it in her head well it's a snook snook. there's only one place a snook can be Listen, wait, wait, wait a minute. I haven't even been in the fucking IRC for like a week. And I know what a snook is, but and I didn't even know what it was before because I think Jay's probably been talking. He's been using hey. that snook word for like a week now. I don't actually know what a snook is, I guess. You don't I want to know what a snook is? You should have looked it up. I, I, said, I told you that, that, that South Park and Ground Zeroes have one thing in common. He even posted a Wikipedia link of it one day. Ah. I, posted, I posted a Wikipedia oh. link How dare that you? I actually vandalized. How dare you play that game? And not know what a snook is when I know what a snook is, and I have I just, no interest. I just thought you didn't know how to spell nuke, and I didn't want to correct you. <laughs> Look oh, at that. that Using it's the snooklier option. She had a snook in her snatch. Well, yeah. I think that's redundant, isn't it? Because isn't right. that where the oh, no, snook comes you, from? You clearly never watched the South Park episode. So, oh, well, you're absolutely right. I didn't because I I only watched like yeah. She's got a snook in her snizz. That's that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I'll, go, I'll go out and and uh, and catch up on this one later. It says it was eleventh season of South Park. I don't even know what uh, I don't even know what season that would have been or what what else would have happened. I only watch South Park when there's like a landmark episode where they. So we we've officially seen Snooks three times now. So so in in South Park, the Snook was in Hillary Clinton's snooze. And then in uh, South Park, the, st- the Stick of Truth, uh, Mr. Slave had a snook up his anus. And then you get Metal Gear Ground Zero, and you find out that Paz has a snook in her snatch. 
So I guess that's where you're that's where you're thinking it was. I, that's not where I'm thinking it was. That's where it was. No, you don't know that. Yes, I do. It's on the tapes. Listen to the tapes. Oh. So I mean, it gets, it's it's actually really, really, really dark, and it's kind of pointlessly dark because they blow up Paz at the end. But what happened is Paz was raped, and it's implied that she was raped because they forced Chico to rape her. You know, it's unclear if anyone else raped her, but we definitely know that happened. Do they explain? And do they explain why he has a headphone jack in his chest? Um, that part's not explained. So he can but, listen uh, to his Walkman? He really he plug, he walk- plugs his Walkman he into his, his Walkman. <laughs> of, of Paz being raped, of the time that he raped her. And apparently he, record, he recorded it in secret just in case someone ever rescued him and he could play the tape back so they could know where to find her because that's not something you can just tell someone who comes and rescues you. So, 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 so somewhere after, you know, being tortured and raped or whatever, they just kind of just put the nuclear device up there. And that's what happens. I didn't even consider getting the tapes. Like, I, I finished the game and all the side missions popped up. And I was like, nah, I'm good. And uh, just, just called it uh, a day. They, so. they, weren't, they weren't worth it. Well, God, it sounds like they kind of were. No, not at all. That's some pretty heavy details that I that I. Yeah, but why does it matter? It doesn't matter, does it? It doesn't matter because they fucking blow paths up. Yeah, I mean, none of it None of it matters. Nothing that happened in that game mattered. I, I see what they're doing with it. Like, I see what they're trying to do with it. What but, are they trying to do? Well, they're just trying to set up this this arc for Big Boss, and and they what, do what, it by arc? What, what did it tell us about Big Boss that we didn't know from the last three fucking Big Boss games? Well, your solid four. You're you're right in that like the groundwork that they needed was already laid at the end of Snake Eater, um, so this is kind of just crushing some more salt into the wound. That's that's basically all it is. They're just they're just setting it up. I think that they wanted some uh, more immediate action to to lead into with and and i think that if this had been the introduction to phantom pain it probably would have been fine like i think i i don't think i would take much issue with it a a lot of it is a lot of it is pointless but it puts you in a place better without uh digging around and has this intestines yeah i mean i i think that i think that her presence period was was unnecessary um you could have just gone and uh maybe rescued chico if you wanted or something i don't know uh yeah they could have they could have come up with any kind of but it's like Paz is even more kind of redundant than Big Boss because her entire her entire storyline plays out beginning, middle, and end in uh in uh, Peace Walker. Yeah. So they literally just bought her back to do the things that they did to her in that game and then killed her off. Yeah, but see, it's fueled Big Boss because she was so important to him um, right. for some reason. Yeah. No. No. Paz was important to everyone, and she was very dear to our hearts, and we're all sorry to see her go. <laughs> it's not. It's not good. Like they they just picked the wrong character to expect to get you know that kind of heartstring stuff from, right? Just uh, it didn't work. So anyway, yeah, I did I did finish it. I was not compelled to go any further with it. Uh, it's just I don't know. It kind of chugs on the 360 a little bit. Oh, does it? Yeah, I mean it's it's okay. The the frame rate is noticeably low. Like definitely locked at thirty. There's no way it's yeah. not locked at thirty. And it's um I, I don't know how it is on the PS3, but it was actually pretty smooth and it stuff, looks amazing. Stuff materializes uh in, in Ground Zeroes as you as you walk forward. So like there won't Ooh. be a bush somewhere, and as you walk forward, like a bush will slowly materialize into the world. I, I definitely did not have that problem. Yeah. Well, I actually went a little further. And uh, I had that problem with uh, enemies. And so I walk around a corner and a fucking enemy is, uh, materializes and sees me and I, I get busted. And so I got busted like three times in that game. And I feel like only one of them was actually my fault. Yeah, that sucks. So I don't know. It, it, I'm excited for Phantom Pain. I wish I, I would have played I'm, this I'm, on next gen, but that's the I'm cost of about Phantom Pain too. And I think if Ground Zeroes is any indication that Phantom Pain will be quite good, but Ground Zeroes itself is not good. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that, like I said, I, th- I think that if it had just showed up as a introduction, I think that we all would have been a lot better off. I could have forgiven some of the weird stuff they did. Uh-huh. I, I see the thing. The thing is, if you watch the Red Band trailer for uh, Phantom Pain, there's a, like a combo Ground Zeroes Phantom Pain trailer, and it's, it's just like a lot of fucking torture in that game, like a lot of torture. I think Kojima needs a hug. Well, I mean, he just he's just a big boy now, and he has to say, you know, he's got big boy things to say about the world. Right. Like like everyone gets tortured in this game. Torture for everybody. Tor- a little bit of torture yeah. for for you and for me. Yeah, yeah you get some torture, Jason. You get some torture. 
Okay. The dog gets some torture. The cat gets some torture. The the bird gets some torture. Where does the, I, where does the nuke go in my body? Ooh. So in Phantom Pain, they capture <laughs> uh, they capture Master Miller. Uh, at least that's what they indicate from the trailers. Yeah, is that uh, is that old Miller gets gets captured, and uh, when they capture him, I bet what they do is they force him to eat white bread. Like all the, I'm sorry, I I rode the white bread train too far. Is that yeah. a punishment though? Well, it is if you're not given any water, because eventually you're just gonna you're gonna dry off. <laughs> his, and, yeah. his mouth gets super super yeah. dry. Dry mouth, just consistent dry mouth for hours. That would it'll be make, pretty it'll torturous. It'll make anybody talk. It's not exactly a meal. It's not like the first thing I jump to when I need something to eat. But it's like I, you know, I don't mind it. They give him some painkillers that give him cotton mouth too. So it's just uh, it's a shitty day. <laughs> I don't mind white bread. I can have white bread in my neighborhood. You know. <laughs> You'll, you'll allow it. Yeah. Anyway, I I I haven't been playing anything else. That was all I did. Uh, aside from that, in Dark Souls, and I already chatted way too much about Dark Souls uh, last time. Do you want to maybe hit on on Magus real quick and just tell me how that's working out for it? <laughs> I mean, it's a uh, it's a video game in that I could turn it on and I can play it and and then make the characters do things. Uh, uh, Magus himself, Lord Magus or Magus or whatever the fuck his name is, he's a real badass dude, and he's he doesn't afraid of anyone because you can go up to someone that you just met and you'd be like, Hey, Hey motherfucker, suck my dick. And then you have a fight and you kill them. And it's, it's, I, every single line of his is just snarky and badass, And I just want to be him when I grow up. So, I mean, I mean, it has, it has dialogue options on options. I'm not sure why, because everything's always going to end up in the same place. You're just going to end up killing whoever you're talking to. So you're just kind of talking to him for no reason. It's like, why am I on Flying City? And it's like, oh, well, because we designed the city to rule over the people. And then you say, oh, okay, how do I get off this city? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. It's like, well, then fuck you. You're useless to me. I'm going to kill you. And uh, that's every single conversation in the game so far. So uh, I I only know like about this game via just contact from like weird places online. It hasn't gotten a lot of coverage. There are maybe like three big outlets that have reviewed it, and it came out last month, uh, towards the end of the month, I think. And um, it, it's it just hasn't gotten really any attention, and the attention that it has gotten is very bad. But so I'm looking on it's Amazon, and there's a five star review on Amazon, and all it says is. Super Saiyan Hair, now free, DLC, makes the game just like Dragon Ball Z. Don't miss it. I can see that. I can see that because all, all your magic is basically the same. It's, it's a different color orb that you're shooting at someone. Sometimes it's green fire. Or sometimes it's like blue electricity or whatever. And you're just shooting it, holding down uh, the shoulder button constantly, just shooting it everywhere. And every once in a while, you can cast a bigger magic attack that basically just blows things up. Uh, so it's very Dragon Ball, and it's also very Dragon Ball in the sense that there's a lot of fighting, and then things don't happen for a lot of the game. There's there's talking for a whole episode, and then a fight, maybe. Yeah, exactly. So that's it's exactly like Dragon Ball in that sense. A lot of it's very boring. A lot of it's just you're looking at the same exact environment, just like Dragon Ball, that we all loved as kids growing up. Yeah, and then maybe you get to fight enemies. If you scroll down further on Amazon in the forums for the game... There's uh, only like two topics, and the first one says, limited edition incoming, and then after it, it has one reply, and it just says, no. <laughs> Apparently, we're not going to get a limited edition. Uh, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Even the cover looks bizarre. Like, what's wrong with his face? I, that's, that's something I've been asking the entire game. There's a very, very... When you first load in the game, there's uh, dramatic music, and it shows you... Um, a cutscene in which he avoids an arrow in bullet time and you see all these guys running at him and then the next thing you know they're just down on the floor and he gives you this big kind of toothy grin and you can see all inside his mouth and you can see every single tooth it's like looking at one of those like model teeth at the dentist's office it's, and it's it, like it's like baraka from mortal kombat <laughs> right i was like this is complete this is wonder rendered like completely weird what the fuck am i looking at it's yeah. just, I don't know. I don't know how to describe what's wrong with this cover, but there's something about his mouth. It's almost like they it's almost like the guy who drew it was like, I don't know how to draw a mouth. And so he just colored the area in a little bit so that you right. can't really tell what's going on in there. Right. Um, but he's got like, this shadow on the one part of his face. I love it. You have, a, you have a sidekick. I don't even know what her name is. She's got a very weird. Um, she's just both of them are just kind of 
rendered really fucking weird. When you when you when you walk, he's got this constant hunch. And um, this girl, the only way to describe it is her breasts aren't in the right place. Yeah, they're too high. <laughs> they're too high, right? <laughs> I can just look at I can just look at one picture of her, and I know that they're too high. Like, right. I guess that's the thing to say about this is like I'm not an artist. I don't design games, <laughs> and I was able to look at this immediately. This single screenshot, the only screenshot on Amazon of her from the front. And I was able to be like, oh, that's not right. And here's why. Right, right. So it's... um. He looks like he's got some red marks under his eyes. Like he's tired, maybe. Well, he's been in prison since he was a kid, apparently. Mm. Yeah. So I guess that would make you tired, too. Definitely. Uh, uh, <laughs> what kind of uh, what kind of mature... I see it's rated T for teens. So I guess we're not going to get any nudity out of this one. Um, no, or... the, only, the only maturity is his badass dialogue. And it's like literally always just kind of aggressively insulting someone even even your sidekick when you first meet her is just nothing but insults like oh you stupid cow oh you oh you dumb wench all this kind of shit so uh, is his name magus or what is his yeah. name his name is magus oh like the guy from uh, chrono trigger yeah like 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 him yeah and i guess he's supposed to be a god that you know, like he lost his memories or he was reincarnated or something. And I guess there are other gods. I'm not that far yet. Uh, it's really, really mostly boring. It's it's kind of like an, an action RPG in which they throw tons and tons and tons and tons of enemies at you. But you're just holding down the shoot button, just shooting all of them. Every once in a while, you cast an area of effect spell. But really, you're just holding down that shoot button and waiting for them to fall down. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm really excited to see uh, what you think of this. And more importantly, I'm really excited to get you whatever the follow up will be. I'm really considering Rambo the video game. Oh, oh, man. Because it looks great. That's what I want. That's what I wanted to simulate some post-traumatic disorder. Oh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm looking at it and the PS3 release is PlayStation Move compatible. So we're going to need to get that one. Ooh. (laughs) I'm going to need you to play this game with PlayStation Move, please. (laughs) Oh, man. I insist. I read some uh, a little preview. Just I, I was just browsing Amazon and I saw the box art for this and thought I might mention it. I, someone I can't even remember the site. I want to say it was Rock Paper Shotgun, but it might have been somewhere else. Um, someone did a little write up on Alien Isolation. Said they got to spend like an hour or two with the game, and uh, it didn't sound like good news. Uh oh. It well, sounded like let, let's maybe be fair. Bad it has news. to be better news than Colonial Marines. Yeah, and so I guess the I guess the, what he was saying is a it's hard for a game to be scary when you're playing it at a press event, standing around with a bunch of other people waiting in line to play it, and b it's tough to be scary when it's a monster that you have been seeing like there's no mystery to it. You know exactly what this monster is. You've killed hundreds of them in other games. Um, you've been around this character for thirty years, and so it's hard to be like you know too frightened of it but uh he didn't say there was a lot wrong with the the way the game was set up he, I, I think he was saying that the difficulty was just a little too high like if the alien saw you basically you you died and that's a little unfortunate i think that maybe there was some hope that you could do something else but i guess that's true to the original alien because i think everyone except for ripley that the alien saw wound up not living yes right and the only reason ripley didn't die is because it was asleep it doesn't matter how many guns you have, you know, you're dead. Well, I mean, not an alien, too. Unless you're, no, yes, an alien, too. Or aliens, as we call it. Yeah, in aliens, everyone fucking died in that one, too. I guess that's true. Everybody had a bad day in that one. I mean, sure, they, they killed a couple, but, but you know, everybody ended up dying, so. Yeah, everyone, everyone died. Everyone hmm. got fucked up in that movie. That is a bummer. Unless you're a predator, in which case you have that you have that little nuke, and then if you get the alien to bend over and oh my you, god, you can turn it into a snook. Apparently, I'm sorry that I didn't know. Oh, um, maybe one last thing to mention. This should have been back in the news piece. I completely forgot it, but we are now confirmed for the next destination for the Assassin's Creed series, which I think oh, yeah. is. Which I think at this point is one of the only series that all three people on this podcast are probably looking forward to playing. Yeah. I'm still excited to play it. Like, I don't even give a shit. <laughs> they took away I mean, boats, I was in, I was in... but they added guillotines. So oh, there you go. You know, all's fair in love and war. French Revolution. Yeah, totally. That's what, that's what every black man wants to experience. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I guess there's no word yet on who the assassin will be. I wonder if, uh, 
I, I I saw his name briefly on some website. It's like Enron or something. Enron. Uh, that's a good name. <laughs> it's not his name. But, I want uh, I want him to be like Jean Baptiste. Jean Baptiste. Jean Claude. Let's Jean- see. Let's see if I can uh, find Bandit. it real quick. Yeah, find me his name. He says so from the Neil Gaff post, which is the original place that anyone th- ever found it, and everyone thought this person was full of shit. And then weeks later, you know, Kotaku and all these other websites started confirming that the information was real. So we'll just we'll just use the Neil Gaff website for now, knowing that this can change. And not my view, one hundred percent true. But apparently, his name is Arno or Harno. Ooh, Arno. Yeah, A R N O or Harno, something in those lines. He says. I mean, that's uh, fitting. supposedly. Supposedly. I mean, it sounds like a French name. Yeah. R yes, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> should that should we should we let that be our our, uh, our wrap yeah, up there? We'll let that be the final nail in the coffin. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, if you want to see the latest in. Uh, in news and uh, maybe reviews and God knows what else, you know, go check us out. Enemyslime.com. Uh, if you're not already, you should subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. You should be listening to it every single week. It's so good. It's so good and juicy. And we talk about all the things you love. Uh, go follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at the enemy slime on both of those services. And uh, I think that, uh, I think that should cover it. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, maybe next week we'll have a, a Lucio back. I don't know. It sounds like he might be in another country. We can keep him up yeah. to date on all the snook news and things like that. Yeah, listen to Enemy Slime for all your all your snook and bread related news. We like to cover both because they're equally important. Yes. They are. Goodbye, fellas. We're out. Okay, see you later. Ho <laughs> ho. <laughs>